All right, the barber session is here. And today, as promised, man, we're delivering you one of the top industry leaders. And what our plan is with this podcast is provide content, especially for these new wave barbers who are looking for that mentorship, who are looking for insight from, from people who are successful behind the chair, man, and outside the chair. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Your host, Chris Basio and Christian Perez. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Barber Session. This is episode nine. I hope everybody had a good week. Thank you to those who have subscribed and shared. What's going on, Bosio? How you doing, man? Doing great over here watching the Lakers game. Not the Lakers, the Golden State game. Goodbye to the Mamba. Goodbye to the Mamba, and we're about to see some, might be able to see some history unravel. No, we're going to see history. But tonight we got a real special episode. We want to do something a little different this week. We wanted to interview not only a student, but we want to interview somebody who's been in the game for a year or less. Yeah. So, yeah, rookies in the industry and somebody who's, who's just coming in, and it's going to be dope to get insight. I mean, this is something that's been requested by a lot of our listeners and viewers on the YouTube channels, and um, I think it's going to be dope getting to hear from Alfonso and Mike. What's going on, guys? Nothing, Nothing man. Happy to be here. Yeah. Honored. That's what's up, man. It's going to be kind of cool, Bazio, because even though you remember and I remember what it was like being in school and what it was like that first year, it's going to be kind of like a trip down memory lane for me. Yeah, man, I, I just wish we had a source like this, to be honest with you. I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't have any friends that were barbers. I didn't have anybody to, you know, to go to to ask them questions, how to prepare myself and, and what to expect, what to anticipate. So I think it's going to be a, a phenomenal channel, something that's going to be very helpful for a lot of people. Absolutely. So, Mike, you've been in the in the game for about a year now, right? Yeah. Cutting hair at, one, at our second location at Northdale? Yeah. What's your Instagram? Uh, Harmon71. Harmon71. People go follow him, go check out his work. What's it like, man? What's been your experience with some of, you know, because, I, I mean, I believe some of the best barbers at, 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 in our barber shops would be at Northdale. I mean, you got Basio, you got JP, who's been in the game forever. A lot of motivational people over there, man. Um, I mean, ex- it A lot of experience. It was uh, it was a lot to take in, because when I went to barber school, I strictly did female hair, so I didn't really have experience with doing men's hair. I felt honestly uh, more comfortable doing female hair than doing male's hair, and then I would come in uh, while I was going to school and I would watch uh, Bossio cut, um, try to learn some tips, but I mean. From from my experience, until you actually get into it, it's it's not the same thing. So it was it was a little scary at first. I, um, I'm the new guy. I'm coming in, so I'm expecting the barbers to judge my work and stuff like that. So uh, first day I came in, uh, it was it was pretty scary, but I jumped in, and that's the biggest thing you got to do: just jump in there and start uh, working. That's what's up. And what, what was it like? Like you said, your first day was scary. I mean, they welcomed you with open arms. Did yeah, you- no, 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 no. The barber shop was very welcoming. Um, that you know, if if I needed some help, they said just uh, shoot a text or something like that. That was like our code for hey, I need help. Come <laughs> over here. So been yeah. there, done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was good. Um, they made me feel real comfortable as far as the barbers that have been in there because. I'm coming in brand new. These guys been, the, I think the newest barber was in the game for like two years, something like that prior to it. So 
they've got a lot more experience than me, so it was it was just uh, it was a lot different than how I uh, expected coming into a barbershop. I thought it would be a little more uh, judgmental, but they helped me out a lot. That's what, so that's what we tried to create here at Headlines, a family atmosphere. We're <clears throat> not a family atmosphere for the customer, but a family as in we are a family. Mm-hmm. All, all our barbers are family. I mean, what, there's people who don't have that same experience. Some people, they do go into a shop and it's like shark-infested waters. I mean, do you have any experience with that, Chris? Myself? No. I mean, I, I've been very blessed in my career. You know, my first barbershop that I worked in was with Louie. But you know, Louis was one of our mentors. So um, he kind of took me under his wing from day one. I really didn't have to deal with that. What, what would you say to somebody who is dealing with it? Who is dealing with it? I mean, just trying to stay positive. You know, stay in your lane and, and just keep doing what you're doing. As long as you keep doing what you're doing, you keep grinding, eventually there's light at the end of the tunnel. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? What I would say is find another barbershop. <laughs> or do your due diligence so you're not in that situation. Yeah, I mean... We have freedom as a barber. You, you, you know, you're you're an entrepreneur. You have you know rules that you have to follow once you get into the establishment that you're gonna you know build your empire on. In, but at the end of the day, it's your choice whether you're gonna stay in a situation like that or not. If don't you know, if the if the owner hasn't put forth the leadership to give you give you an environment where, you know, like Mike's experience, he came in and it was it wasn't as judgmental as he thought it would be I mean then you need to find another place there's plenty of good barbershops and owners and stuff and we know a lot of them that are that are phenomenal most definitely so Mike what was it like like was it everything that you expected where are you at now after a year uh, have, you, have you followed has it been a year no it hasn't uh, been quite a year it's been like six months six um, months yeah wow. so six months wow. full-time um, before that I got my license I was only because I was a personal trainer um, prior to this okay. um, so uh, I was doing like the YMCA doing group fitness stuff like that training people and I would just come in on uh, Saturday um, after I got done around like 12 o'clock so I really didn't get the full experience of being like a full-time um, barber so after I probably did that for a month no let me take that back uh, two weeks so after I got my license I quit the personal training and I went full-time into barbering, and um, the first day I got in there, like I said, it was a little bit scary, but I just jumped in there and, and did the best that I, I could do. Let's go a little bit further back. Before you were a personal trainer, mm-hmm. um, you were in the military. You were in the, in the Army, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I was in there for like six years. Six years. And uh, I, I know that we definitely have listeners who are in the military who are afraid to make that jump. What would you say to somebody like, you know, going through the experience that you've been through? I mean, and, and before you say that, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just want to thank you for your service. And anybody that is listening that is in the military, thank you for your service. We appreciate, appreciate that. that. Appreciate that. Um, really, you don't need to be scared as far as coming from a military background because when you get out, you get paid pretty much to go to school. So. You can focus a lot of your time to just concentrating on going to school because you're going to be getting paid to go to school. So that shouldn't even be um, a fear in the back of your head. So I, I remember I was out in the field, which pretty much is like camping in the military. Um, I think I was down in uh, Louisiana for about a month, and I called up Chris, and I was just feeling like 
the military just it fizzled out for me i told myself when it started to become like a chore and i didn't enjoy it and love it or have a passion for it anymore that's when i was gonna get out and uh so i called up uh chris and i was like hey bro do you think i should get out what do you think i should do i was like i mean i want to become a barber that would be cool um i'm kind of burnt out from my job and he was like yeah so i jumped out immediately i was like maybe six months uh before getting out so i had to re-enlist before then so I decided not to re-enlist. I jumped out, went to school. They were paying me. Like I said, it wasn't an issue. I was honestly making more money out of uh, the military than when I was in the military going to school. So that, if you're in the military, that should not be an issue. If mm. you got kids or whatever like that, um, I would still say you can budget the money that they give you. So it's it's not really hard. I mean, the other guy we have here has kids, so we're, we're definitely going to get to that. Yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, three of us here sitting at the table have kids. We'll, we'll definitely get to that. It's an easy transition, though. <clears throat> but, Mike, so f- fast forward. We, we re- we've started, then we rewound. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to fast forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've been to the shop a couple times early, mm-hmm. and you're the first one I see there. Mm-hmm. We started a little bit late today. Mm-hmm. Because you got here late, because you were the last <laughs> one at the shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that Basio concept that he likes to talk about: Philo, first one in, last mm-hmm. one out, mm-hmm. and the power of one. So you've been there six months. Mm-hmm. Has what he's told you, and what he's taught, and you've applied. Has it worked? It, six months. Have you built the clientele? It's definitely worked for me. You know what I mean? Like I said. I never really cut hair prior to that, so I'm still trying to get my skills to where they need to be at. But um, it's definitely helped coming in early. And uh, if I have a cut after seven, or I mean prior to seven, I'm gonna take it just to get that practice. But uh, yeah, it, it definitely helps being first and last out because you're gonna get clients and you just try to lock them in. That's what's up. Now this next cat, this here, Bazio. We spoke about him last week on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Have you been home yet? <laughs> Actually, I was supposed to be at work today. I took the day off. Oh, excuse me. Um, but, yeah, I've been, I have been. just came off my, my weekend. So, yeah. So, he's been home, finally. I've been home, finally. Alfonso. Yeah. Fonz World, IG, right? Uh, I, uh, I am the Fonz. I am the Fonz. I am the Fonz on I am Instagram. The Fonz. Dude finally went home. He's been working <laughs> and going to school 24 hours around the clock. And when he's at work, he's cutting hair in the locker room. Yeah, yeah, keep that on the hush-hush. I don't want to get caught by these supervisors. <laughs> if you're listening to the supervisors, it's not Alfonso, it's somebody else. <laughs> so what's been your experience in school? I know I've known you for a long time. Yeah, and I've known man. you since I first started cutting hair. Yeah. Um, you, you've known Bosio since before he was cutting hair. Yeah, Arby's. Arby's started at Arby's, but uh, my experience overall has been amazing. Um, it's it, it's crazy because um, I've been on and off with this decision. I think we maybe three years, four years back and forth. I mean, since Basio's been in the game, he's been um he's been trying to get me in, or and, or at least um, he's made it known that if I was interested, he was willing to help, and um, I just. I just couldn't, cause it wasn't really even the money. Because if it, if that was the case, I would have been in a while, while, while back. I it's it just I just couldn't see the vision. And um, later on, it wasn't just 
even that it was I couldn't see me with building up with you you guys like as far as your vision but it got to a point where working um five years in this lead factory that I work in um it just it was too much um I just wanted something different you know I am a father and uh I just didn't see myself working 40 years and retiring 40 percent of that income you know so uh one day uh me and Chris I think we 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 had a beer and we were talking and uh, I asked him, I was, I was like, so let's talk about barbering again, Kirst. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy. I remember I was like, so, you know, I Googled it. Um, and uh, I didn't, I didn't like what I, what I saw. He was like, he looked at me with a serious face. He was like, you really think I make $20,000 a year? <laughs> 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 and uh, I was like, okay, okay, all right. So after that, we, we, uh, we talked a little bit more about barbering, and um, actually, that was the day before I went to uh, Dominican Republic for a vacation. It was amazing, by the way. Holla. <laughs> yes, yes, all inclusive, must do. Um, but uh, the mo- uh, the day after I got back, I literally went to school and signed up. That's what's up. Yeah, I know that it came out. It kind of blindsided me because I've known Alfonso forever. You know, I got him on Facebook, on Snapchat, and out of nowhere, like you said, you just <laughs> came back and it was like, boom, he was in school. And when you Enroll, man. It's like you just you just ran with it, bro. I ran with it. I was yeah. like, this dude was made extreme. business cards. This dude's I did everything. sending me messages like, if you want a haircut, I'm like, whoa. But you got to think about it. Uh, even though it took me a while to um, to make the decision, I was still watching all of you guys. You know, I was I was seeing the transition. I seen you guys go from matter of fact before headlines. You know, I seen the whole thing. I, I mean, I, I went from seeing Chris thinking that $70,000 a year was the, 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 the way to live life to now this guy's a, you know, billion dollar thinker, you know? So just to see that he's grown with this industry and now he's, you know, he's on to just making, making more things happen. I just wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to, 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 to be part of this, this uh, journey, you know, and uh, I just see myself doing so much more with this now. That's what's up. Most definitely. I mean, one of the things I can say about both of these guys right here is um, there's definitely no excuses within them. I mean, no. I see, uh, <laughs> you know, they, they, they could have all the excuses in the world. Like Mike, yeah. he, he was working, you know, Mike was going was working, uh, what was it, a part-time job, going to school and coming to the barbershop. No sleep, right? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> I, yeah and and you live like, what, 45 minutes away from the shop. So yeah. you're making like a two-hour drive every single day just to come to and from the shop. And then I look at Alfonso, and this is a guy who will work all day and not sleep and go straight to barber school from there and do it three days in a row without coming home just to make it happen. Yeah. With a wife and a kid. Yeah. Now, let, let me ask you guys. Now, you know, because I, I was listening to Alfonso talk about how he didn't see the vision um, then. What vision do you see now? Man, uh, as far as vision... See, I, I, I like I like all the services that that you can give to the to your clients, right? And and also I, I, I don't see many barbers taking advantage of all these different services, right? So, um, while I've been in school, I just been researching on everything, right? So now that I could, I see so much um so much to gain. I see myself just, man. First of all, building up with headlines. I mean, I want to be a part of just 
you know, the, the next 20 barbershops, the next 50 barbershops, you know, um, I want to be a part of that. I want to learn from you guys. But in the long run, I, man, I mean, the, the sky's the limit. I see Basio with his own YouTube channel. And I mean, I want to do 10 times what he does, man. I want to, I want to just reach. So something that you just said, you, you know, you were talking about how, um, being in the barber school, like most of the guys don't really get it. Oh no, not at all. I was just having a conversation with one of the students, and honestly, I feel like 50% of that school is not even going to pursue the uh, the rest of their lives with, within this career. Chris, I mean, Mike, now that you, you've graduated, um, do you see a lot of your classmates, like, really pushing the barber um, career? The only ones I know of was, like, three, and that's out of a class of, uh, let me take that back, four out of uh, 15 people. Wow. Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, I, I think I, I've, I've let it be known on this show before that uh, the first day of my school, the teacher, there was like 50 of us in there, and the teacher was like, out of all of you in here, maybe five are going to graduate. Woo. And out yeah. of those five that yeah. graduate, half will put their license to use. That's not many. And today, four out of those 50. Me, Jesus, Tutu, who's over at Fate Legends, shout out, Kyle, and McCall are the only ones that I know of that have actually put their license to work. Mm. I mean, you got 50 people. Why you guys think that is? I would say you got to treat it like a, a business, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, for yourself. Like Boom. Exactly what Mike just said. People treat it like a hustle. You go into barber school and you think it's just a hangout. Like you're just going to yeah. hang out at the barber shop and it's just, it's cool. It's a job like any other. Mm -hmm. Is it cooler than other jobs? Yes. Is it much more laid back? Yes. Okay. Do you get to cut hair, have fun, and talk about sports? Yes, but it's a job like any other, and you get what you put out. Very much. That's, that's I think, true. I think one of the things that schools need to do a better job of is, is the whole mindset thing. Like, you have to change your mindset from an employee to a business owner. And when you're an employee, you can depend on the boss, the, you know what I mean, another guy to write your paycheck, to keep you in line, to keep you, you know, say you got to be here at this time or you lose yeah. your job. When we have the freedom that, you know, this entrepreneurship gives you that, you know, you start to become your own worst boss. You take advantage of yourself. Yeah. And because you don't look at it that way, you know, a, a lot of us don't, you know, lose that vision. And we end up being those guys that never finish the bar barber school or, or make it a serious career. I mean, from and my experience, you got to have discipline for this job. You know what I mean? Because like Chris was saying, um you gotta you're your own boss so if you don't want to come in you know what i mean it's not really like you're gonna get fired so yeah. you gotta have the passion for it too. but it's also that the schools have, need to set a better um, expectation from the get-go with some schools i see i don't know how all the schools are but uh, uh one of the one of the uh, instructors was just complaining about it you know in my school and I, I told him i was like well you guys don't really set set a, a, a standard from the get-go yeah, you know um, if, if, if you're letting things slide uh, continuously what do you think is going to happen you're going to have a horrible culture within the school and that's where the difference is between stylists and us oh yeah Basio's wife right, right now is in, is in, is in a stylist school yeah. and it's no joke it's no joke yeah, from the dress code down to you got to be there on time and what they teach you, like he said, down to the 101 level, to the basics, they teach you and they build you up from the bottom up, from product, how to style, how to present yourself, how to build a clientele, how to be a business person or a businesswoman or businessman. And 
that lacks in barber school. I mean, I would go to my school and it's like punch in, punch out. They don't even care you're there. Yeah. If you're not there, it doesn't matter to them. You're yeah. just a number. It's 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 bad. Um, with my school, you know, the, one of the main reasons I went. Oh, I am. I'm still going because I'm 95 hours away, guys. By the way, 95 congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Um, be, it's literally six minutes away from my job. So, like, uh, like you guys said, I will work my graveyard shift, which is 12 hours, um, and I would get off at six in the morning. I would get something to eat within the area, park in front of the school, go to sleep in my car till they opened, which is at 8:45, nine. Um, and then I will punch in. I'll be the first one there. After that, people start coming in late, right? Um, and I'm, not, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real with you guys. I hate how in schools like mine, the, the students are so lazy. They don't even care about their image, you know? They don't yeah. care that they smell like reefer, you know, yeah. and all that stuff. Like they really think, take it as high school, you know? And, and it sucks because you create a culture like that within the school and it's hard to break from that for me even because you figure if you're around that long enough it's going to affect you of course you know all the negativity all that but uh you know i'm the type of person that i create my own environment um you know there was a time that i was sitting all the way in the back and i remember one day chris stopped by um basio and um he was like what are you doing in the back bro eagle sit in the front bars <laughs> and, and i was like well, who am I not to listen to this guy? Let me go. Let me go to, to the front. And literally after that, um, I've gotten the most reps out of everybody. Um, you know, I'm the first one there. If I gotta work, I'm not the last. But if I don't work, I'm the last, first and last every time. Twelve hours. You know. So if I don't work twelve hours at work, I'm working twelve hours at school. That's what's up. So you've created. You started the standard <clears throat> in school. You're not waiting till you get into the shop. Oh, You're yeah. doing it in school. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what to do it, right? You got to start from the beginning, you know, because that's your foundation. Yeah. You know, if uh, if you're not taking it serious in school, you're not going to take it. I don't see it being taken serious in the shop. Um, um, you know, I've only had the opportunity to be in the shop once, and the culture is amazing. I, I mean, it, it uh, that one day I got to stay in the shop with you guys, uh, which was the day before Super Bowl, so imagine it was intense. Um, I learned so much from all you guys. I mean, J.P., uh, everybody, um, I learned so much, and um, I realized that I need to pick up my game, or and I need to stay on my game because it's another. That's another thing is consistency. You know, if you don't, you you could be fired up for for a month, but then at, you you you'll start telling yourself, you know what, man, let me let me slow down a little bit. I've been, uh, mom is telling me to slow down. This is not good for me because let me tell you something. Um, Chris told me it took him two years to do this. I told myself, look, man, I'm about to be 24 years old. I'm already behind. Some people tell me, yeah, you're fine, Fonzo, but uh, after listening to that uh, Jesus, <laughs> crazy audio, you know, the, the, that podcast, um, I realized I'm behind, you know, and it, and it, and it sucks, man, telling myself that, that I'm behind. But it, at the same time, that's why I'm, on, I'm moving so fast. Yes. It's that sense of urgency. Yes. Um, and uh, that's, why, that's why from day one, I actually – I remember when I went to school and I told a lady, yeah, this is my situation, this is my schedule. She was like, are you sure you can do this? <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, I work down the street. I work in a battery recycling plant. Mind you, for, the, for those that don't know what kind of 
work I do, I literally have to put a respirator on because it's a lead factory, lead that, you know, can kill you lead. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I do that 12 hours at night. You've just, you just confirmed to your teacher that you're above average. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I mean, even family members, man. Family members, my mom would tell me, you know, slow down. That's not good for you. But let me tell you something, man. I mean, I was already working in a factory that wasn't good for me for almost five years. So if I'm already doing something that's literally killing me, I might as well do something I really want and and go go all in, whether it kills me or not. I'm a firm believer in in, uh, having a sense of urgency. Tomorrow's not promised. Not at all. And, you know... In the f- you don't want to create the person in the future that regrets some of the things that they did in the past. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you got the time now, or if you're at a place where you don't want to be, you got to do that. You got to start yesterday. Yeah, it'll pay off. I put off. Um, I remember you first telling me when I joined the army. I was like three years in, maybe. Hey, Mike, come on, come on. You know, what I mean, come out. You can uh, work in my shop and stuff. I remember. And I put it off because I was kind of hesitant and scared of it. You didn't and see the vision? Yeah. yeah I, didn't. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm making this much, you know what I mean? And it's working out good. I'm moving up my rank. I was getting my rank pretty fast. And, you know what I mean? I just regret that I started later. So hindsight. It's all good. But you know what? Now that I think about it, I really do know what it was that changed my mind. See, growing up, I hated the environment in the barbershops. I hated it. I hated that I had to go in there and hope that somebody is open, you know, and I hated the awkwardness. I hated the, the cultures, right? And then I see what you guys built. I see the how you build around convenience and the how, how you can go in a shop and somebody will greet you. Just all those things. I saw it being built by you guys, and I'm like, man, I, I, I'm digging that. I'm digging that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we're popping beers, ladies and gentlemen. I was was trying to ignore that. We're trying to keep it discreet, but it's all good. (laughs) We're all of age. (laughs) It's all right. Continue, Fonzo. (laughs) So uh, saying that, you know, and mind you, I was cutting a little bit of hair back in in high school. You know, I dabbled with it, but I never, um, you know, I never really faded or anything. So, um, you know, I will say that, you know, for those that are, are listening and, and feel like, oh, I don't have that many uh, years of experience. I mean, I'm 24 years old. You know, I just honestly started doing this uh, full on, what, eight and a half months ago. I'm almost done with school. Um, and I mean, I'm no, you know, Picasso, but I, I'm, I feel like I'm doing pretty good at this. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So, uh, you know, uh, it, it goes down to what you guys were talking about uh, in the last podcast with Macho, you know, uh, uh what was that you said? Uh, it, um, it beats talent. Um, uh, passion or passion. hard work beats talent? Hard work. Hard, hard work, work beats talent when talent doesn't want to work hard. Yeah, yeah. All day. I mean, the sacrifice that I, I have, to, and it's not only me. I mean, you know, the better half of my life, Devonda, she she, she had to literally take care Devonda's of Devonda's your wife. Your wife? Yes. Yeah. Well, well, we're not. You're you know, the half. Yeah, other my half. Better half. Let, other half. Let me you get it right because half. if she you listens, to get this, it right. Like, <laughs> What's she gonna she, be like? Where she, that ring at? Where she, that ring at? She, she's gonna listen. It's coming. It's coming, baby. It's coming. <laughs> so, um, I had to sit down because that's another thing. It's communication. If you have a family, um, whether you're a male barber or a female, talk to your other half, man. Make come come to an agreement of what 
it's going to be done in the next couple months set us set a, a set point you know i told her i was going to get this done in nine months no mm. matter what i was gonna get this done in nine months i wasn't gonna uh half-ass it i wasn't gonna um the birth of your barber career nine months <laughs> nine months <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you man uh, i i didn't i didn't uh deviate from the plan um and neither did she i mean i'm telling you she took care of everything uh, i i was just listening to audio yesterday you know a lot of a lot of us um we we tend to deviate from what we really want to do like it's almost like we know what we, what it takes to be successful but we feel like we can't prioritize like we don't really prioritize on what it takes to be successful like we feel like we got to do so many things when really it should be just that one thing right that one thing for me was going to school you know and then there's cats that you know go to school but they're like oh man but i gotta cut outside of school to get this money I'm like man look you can cut all you want but it's gonna take you longer to get out and make more money exactly you know so my thing was that yeah i have a craft i could use it outside of school to make some money but it's nowhere near what i can make at the shop so you know i i, I mean i and i've spent a lot of money um getting my tools together and everything i mean i got a six set Shout out to Basio. <laughs> yes. You got a hell of a deal, though, the, the day I saw that. You saw that? I was like, what? Oh, you saw man. that? Oh, so I got to sh- share it with y'all, man. I I, uh, I got to school yesterday, and uh, this one of the students brought a bag full of tools, right? So I'm not even paying attention, but I hear her say, my friend gave it to me for free. Uh, I just want to get rid of them. Literally, this girl had two Oster Titans eight or ten different detachable blades uh one of the oster trimmers and a few guards literally she gave both titans out for free and i gave her 25 bucks for everything else wow that's the come up you got like seven blades bro i'm going <laughs> shopping at your school bro. i'm, I'm saying, saying i'm gonna saying post saying out. i got blessed hey zeus from vip i'm sorry yeah <laughs> gonna have to go to barber schools from now on but <laughs> the discount but man, don't you feel like man these guys and, and i'm not trying to you know talk down by any means but i wish i was in their position man like to be able to walk into a shop like you're going to fonzo next month and mike you've been in for the last six months with chris bosio sitting there headlines and somebody like (laughs) appreciate that and somebody like jp and bosio with that experience and jp seems like you know he cracks jokes and he's funny but that dude he's willing to help he He helped me a lot he's gonna help you he i mean he drove an hour and 45 minutes one time to help me cut somebody's hair, somebody's garage. Yeah. <laughs> it wow. was tight because I told him, no, it's right around the corner, man. I got you. Yeah. It's like right Shout around the corner. We drove an hour, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the position that you guys are in, man, you're, you're definitely positioned for success. And I know, Mike, you said you talked to Bosio, you didn't see the vision. But at the end of the day, why did you choose barbering? Like, um, what? I mean, I've always been interested like interested in looking good and stuff like that as far as my hair when I had it. I'm bald now. But, you know, Bowser's on his way. Keep keep the beard clean, though. <laughs> but um, I've always been interested in that. I've always lined myself up as far as my mustache and stuff like that. Um, and I saw Chris doing it, and I jumped into it, and I really like. I have a passion for this. I like this. I go home. I watch at least I watch at least one or two videos every single day religiously I'll watch a barber video trying to learn a different technique um, when just because I like it though 
Mike, Mike be keeping me updated with what's going on in YouTube, man. <laughs> you know, I can tell him all his comments and stuff <laughs> like that. You know, his the plugs. You, did, did you yeah. watch? Did you watch mine yet? I watched yours. You did. Uh, Appreciate uh, it. Would you do a number two on top? Two on a one and a table. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, I see. That. Okay, <laughs> you know, keep them peas and cute. <laughs> it was good. The lighting was better. It was it was a better video. So uh, shout out to Christian. Um, check it out. Christian Perez. Oh, definitely. Perez. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. With that radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. So why did you choose barbering, Fonzo? I know, like you said, I know the Arby's and the story. We've all heard that. But at the end of the day, when you're sitting on your couch at home and you say, you know, what, I'm going to do this. Um. Why did you choose barbering? Because I will be able to work with you guys and not for you. Um, uh, I have a great work ethic. I just have a horrible uh, time being told what to do. I really, 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 really hate it. Um, so I had to find a way to, to become an entrepreneur. And I was, and Chris knows. Uh, I mean, I've, I've tried a lot of things. I've ventured into other things um, while working, though. Um, but I've never found that one thing that I knew what's going to help me get out of my 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 uh, situation as far as working at the factory um and honestly i just plan on on using barbering as a platform to create other sources of income as well you know so it's he, he was listening to the jesus episode <laughs> oh yeah definitely um you know i don't see i i, I mean I, I definitely see myself cutting for a while but i don't want to be that barber that that all i did was cut you know i want to i want to definitely create a legacy for my family um uh and i just want to enjoy what i do you know i want to be able to also create opportunities for others i mean if it wasn't for you guys we wouldn't be in this position and that's real you know um you know some people feel a, a certain type of way about people that that uh have money you know and are, are creating something big but if it wasn't for that i mean we wouldn't have this we wouldn't even be here talking to you guys you know so i want to be able to do that as well for others you know um so that that's that's why i'm doing this man because if it wasn't for for basio just helping me all these years i mean this guy's got me reading from rich dad to uh, you know intelligent investor you know just everything and all that got me ready for this if it wasn't for all that honestly i don't see myself even being ready for this because i had to mature a lot from the time that he met me to now. And I got to be real with you, man. Me and Basio started together young in our barber careers. You were there at the yeah. barbershop we used to be at. 18. Man. And 18. that's not that's not anything new. This guy's been reading books left and right yeah. since He's back beast, then. Man. And I'm I'm you know I'm sitting there books. playing audio books. I'm sitting there playing yeah. I'm playing 360 in the yeah. shop cuz it's slow. This guy's reading a book. I'm like Like when you were around there's, Basio, there's a man. reason for everything. Yeah, when you're around Basio, I mean, if if you're you can't not help but, but better yourself. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at it like this, man. If if I'm around somebody who's got a lot of things going on, uh, you know, uh, not only financially but uh, just if they're just doing better than you, I mean, you shouldn't you shouldn't look at that situation like, oh, you know, I don't, oh, he thinks he's better than me. No, I mean, if he's the guy's humble, he's always willing to help others. I mean, he said in the first podcast, he's the type to to drag you to the to the to the water to the water and try to make you drink like there was so many times that i i i didn't feel like i was a good enough to do certain things and chris was like man are you kidding me you know how much money you got in the bank fonzo you know like <laughs> no seriously stuff like that and uh i chris will literally wake you up you know and 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 realize that man like 
you know what? I, I could do some stuff in my life, man. Damn. He did it to me. I, I've yeah. known him. He'll slap you in the face. I've known him eight something. Well, I don't know about slapping in the face. No, not <laughs> slap. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> Metaphorically. But no, he did it to me. You know, uh, he helped me a lot with my YouTube channel. And I remember calling him every five seconds for something. And he wouldn't tell me. He's like, no, you can find it. Like, bro, what do you mean, man? You, you're like, just give me like, like my brother, bro. He's like, no, sick. You need to believe in yourself a little more, man. Yeah. And literally, Google, boom, first thing that pops up. I'm like, okay. I don't know. I mean, I'm a little bit older. You know what I mean? I, I'm not too technical, <laughs> but, hey, but I figured it out, man. I'm resizing <laughs> pictures and stuff. I'm just clicking stuff with the laptop, trying to like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I just did. I ignored that text you sent me this morning <laughs> on, like, on nerd, purpose. Man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's he has a sick work ethic, man. I, I mean, I've seen him just go from barbering to doing uh, other uh, business ventures right after barbering, and then staying up late just researching, you know, preparing himself for the next day. I mean, he would live. Uh, he would, how, how many hours do you sleep, Osio? I get some sleeping, Matt. Ten. I, I get some sleeping. I get probably like you sleeping better now. I get like six or seven hours. How, how many hours were you sleeping like last year? Man, there was there was there was a lot of let's just say there was a lot of four hour nights, a lot of four hour nights. Yeah, I can relate, bro. What keeps you up? Like, what do you do? Like, when you get home? do you do you like stay on the computer a lot, just researching and? I try as much as I can to um, do it while still looking like I'm spending time with my wife. It's hard, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Perez, so, like, does that happen to you? All the time, man. I mean, I love my wife. Research. I love my wife to death, man. And, like, the other day we got into it a little bit because she got a phone call from somebody from work. I'm like, no, put the phone down because we it's don't hard, get to spend man. time together. You know what I mean? But we're at that age that we have to hustle. You know, it's, it's hard. No, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm in a place right now where um, if I was to put the phone down, I'm letting my family down. Mm. And the reason why I say that is because I, I see the opportunity that's here in front of me. And if I... I get if I want to spend time with my family to watch a movie, then I'm really like I'm 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 kind of killing myself. I'm like I'm spitting at the opportunity in front of me. It's like it's right there. I don't have time to watch Batman versus Superman right now. You know what I mean? And I think like I said earlier, I think that my future self is going to thank it. me. Yeah. It's going to freaking cry, get on its knees and 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 just thank me. For, for the sacrifices that I made. And it's not just sacrifices for myself. I'm sacrificing my wife's time. I'm sacrificing yeah, my kids' kids. time. But I'm doing it in hopes that they want to remember. Because everything that's in front of us in the near future is just going to completely erase all of that. Yeah. You know, My kids are at an age where, I mean, my son's five. My daughter's two years old. Mm-hmm. I, got, I'm, I told myself I got about 30 to be where I want to be. That's right. Told Christian about it. So I got three years to put, put myself and my family and not just myself and my family, but the, my loved ones in a position where, you know, we're a lot better off. It's 30 for Bajo, then I'm behind. <laughs> that sense of urgency yeah, is kicking in. I'm like, man, what, wait a minute, what, what am I doing? Nah, I, I gave myself to a 40, so I got another yeah, eight you're years. You're doing a lot, though. But listen, right. and, I mean, people start, you know, at different ages. I was, I was blessed to be in a terrible situation early. very early in my life. And, you know, with my father's work ethic, with the, the fact that he's 
he doesn't even know English and this man has never had a, an employer you know and he's been in the United States and he did it by damn self he had a huge painting business didn't he not just that but I mean he owned a lot of business in New York City before that um, and this was <coughs> before he, I mean he still barely knows English you know and he still and this dude's retired traveling all over the place there's yeah. no excuses I haven't seen him in a minute man he's no, all I only get to see him like twice a year bro no, <laughs> I got a taper from him <laughs> okay. yeah so I mean what, what, what exactly did he taper Mike you no, know? no my bald. dad like impressed everyone in the shop he yeah. literally came in two minutes I was playing after, around two minutes after walking he went straight to Mike grabbed his clipper he's like okay yeah go ahead do it and my dad gave him a nice taper, bro. Even JP was like, what? He's never cut hair? Yeah. No, he no, does no, not no, cut no, hair. Yeah, cut <laughs> hair at all. It's got to be a Basio thing. I it's thought a, he was playing it's around. A, it's in their genes, bro. It's genetic. It's bro, genetic. It was duplicated. a nice duplicated. taper, bro. It was, I, it was, I was shocked. No, 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 no. I know, I know what it is. He's been watching the videos. Oh. He's been watching the videos. <laughs> and my dad is such a prideful person, he'll never say He'll never key, tell you. Low he's key, been, he's watching been watching the videos, the videos he, man. Hey, he's probably one of the guys who dislikes it. <laughs> Just to push you. <laughs> Gotta keep Just him to push you. <laughs> so, six months from Mike. Fonzo's got another month before you're yeah. a headliner. Yeah. What's next for you guys? Oh, the six-month rule, man, that Basio talks about. Six months, you should be fully booked. Mm. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm shooting for five. There you go. Um, for me, building uh, the Tomb Forty Five brand. Um, you know, what I mean, getting booked up, um, buying into a headlines. And in case you guys don't know, behind the scenes, Mike is the guy who's putting the shirts together. He's the guy doing all the dirty work, and I, I want to make sure that he's you know appreciated for that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, he's doing a lot of things that for me that I couldn't have done myself. So. And that's something that we believe in as headlines as a whole. You you know, I don't look at it as getting as big a piece of pie as I possibly can. I want to build the biggest pie possible so we can all eat. You know what I'm saying? Of course. So, for, for Mike, I want to thank you, bro, for, for doing everything. That. I mean, the, the late nights. The, you know. This dude was last Sunday was in the shop printing shirts, bro, mm. delivering them out. So, thank you, Mike. Go ahead and copy your shirts. Um, <laughs> one thing I touch on from buy about a hundred of them. You know, <laughs> one thing I touch on from uh, earlier. I need my two like, X, please. <laughs> I got you. Bro. <laughs> um, might be a one X because I'm losing some weight. You know, you're getting a little <laughs> lose some getting weight. a little slim now. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm gonna extra large I might, now. Might, you know, I might order with an extra medium. You, you know, know? What I mean? I'm trying to get them guns <laughs> popping <laughs> like Mike. You know what I mean? Summertime's coming you up. No. Hey. But uh, what you guys were saying, um, check out the barbershop and stuff like that. If I didn't know you and I was to come into your barbershop and see how it operates, um, not just a biased opinion from working for you guys, but it's it's ran very working well. Working with us. Yeah. It, it's ran professionally. You walk in the door, somebody's going to greet you. If you walk into a headlines and somebody doesn't greet you, that's that's a rarity. I've, I haven't seen it yet. Um, but... I've seen that. So you want to check out the barbershop. Go in there, get a cut possibly, see how the atmosphere is, see if it fits you. If it doesn't fit you, you don't need to be working there. That's sure. real. Bars. So you said something earlier. You said um, you were talking about how, you know, I talked to you about this three years in the military. You you eventually yeah. served six years. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. But – um. You say now that you regret it. Yeah, of course, of course. Why is that? You know, I mean, before, I've known Chris since I was like four, maybe five, I think. I've known, he's 
literally my brother. Um, before everything, he's like, yo, Mike, I want to open up a barbershop. I had the money in the bank deployed. I had the money cash to open up a barbershop. I was scared. I didn't jump on the opportunity. You know, he went, opened up a barbershop. I'm proud of him, happy for him. But it's because I was scared to jump on an opportunity because I was still in the army um, that kind of set me back a little bit. I mean, you're going to learn lessons and things like that, but I could have, um, you know what I mean, but headlines or whatever the shop would have been called. Headlines, we'll say headlines. But um, <laughs> that's that's what I mean by regret, too. Definitely wouldn't have called NFL National Fade League. Thank <laughs> God we did, did Drake drop that, that uh, <laughs> the song at that time? Bro, Th- that's what birthed the name of the song. I know, I know, no, I'm saying, but at when, when that happened. No, oh, no. So it was, I remember, I remember talking to Mike about me and Christian talking. And um, I was trying to get him on board because mm. Mike had, he had the money. He was ready to go. And I know that I know you remember Chris. I remember. And I, and I I knew he had ambitions in in you know moving to this side of the, of, of 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 everything. And um, you know kind of out of nowhere he just decided to reenlist and I guess the fear got the better of him. Yeah. You know and you know with that being said you got to go for it. Yeah, just if you're a listener, if you're a listener go for it. Yeah. Don't uh, hesitate, know. just go for I, it. I I would say uh, cuz the hardest part of anything is making a decision, right? Um, what, and I heard this um, uh, from a guy named Holton Bugs. He said, you make the decision, then after that, the actions that you take will dictate if, basically you make sure that that decision is the right decision by the actions you, you make. Mm-hmm. So you just make that decision, and afterwards you make sure that decision was the right decision. That's true. You know, Action, so it, action's gonna conquer everything. All day, mm-hmm. all day. So you just gotta commit to it. I mean, even for me, uh, we drew up the logo, we had the name, we had everything, yeah. and I still had doubt. Yeah, but it's you, scary. You, you took action. I mean, I took the jump. It was like, man, if, if I don't jump, I'm never gonna know. So exactly. whatever, I'm jumping. I never had a problem with that. With making the jump, yeah, I no, remember. I remember a visionary. Chris, Chris questioned yeah. me like, "Yo, you really couldn't jump?" I'm like, "Really? really? I'm like, <laughs> like, like, what? You're, you're, you're serious? You really coming with me, bro?" Like, I'm like, "Wait, wait, wait a second, bro. Wait, I gotta provide for your family this and stuff." Just an idea. Make sure you make money, idea. man. <laughs> I think uh, if you YouTube it, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but um, Steve Harvey has a great speech oh, the on jumping oh, one. Yeah. the jumping yes. yeah, yeah. over jump. the cliff yeah just you jump just because jump. you don't yeah. know what god has for you yeah that's true but though. you'll yeah. never know what what gift you have that's true yeah but he also talks about how it takes time oh of course yeah you know so i think that's another thing with uh uh with people especially the students at my school you know they're now if see i feel like you you definitely got to strive you got to be a hundred 20% man but I'm, at the same I'm time I'm gonna make Bosio edit this out he always needs a bathroom break yeah yeah it's okay Sorry. <laughs> I know I just, I just wanna off, make I just wanna off, off, off subject how off. many beers does he have on that off subject um a guy called uh, Headlines Barbershop uh-huh. and he's asking uh cause pretty much the barbershops are booked up you guys don't you guys aren't hiring in the in the barbershops right currently no, uh Sun Lake we Possibly, maybe, maybe. and okay. we're, we're looking at West Chase now. So, so a guy called, and and this 
tells you about headlines, the barbershop, and you know what I mean? Going and looking and doing your due diligence when you're looking for a barbershop that's right for you. Because I love this company, I really do. Um, but uh, he calls and he's like, hey, listen, um, can you give me some details? I heard you guys have a trailer. <laughs> so what's going on with the trailer? I didn't know about this, Bozzy. What's going on? I didn't know about this either. This is new to me. Okay. Yeah. Guy called today. He I'm all ears. <laughs> yeah. He said you guys are uh, opening up a trailer. Okay. Keep going with the story. So he, he, like, because he can't get into a shop, he wants to work on the trailer. Like, he's willing to drive right. wherever it's posted or whatever. Wow. You okay. got any details? Not as of yet, but we're working on those details right now. That the trailer is for uh, it's a marketing tool. We're gonna do some, you know, events for the schools in the areas at, at the three locations. Uh, service some of our professional athletes in the area. Okay. And uh, we're booked up for a wedding right now, so nice. that's that's the direction that we're going with that right now. But I'm we're open to. Uh, Don't forget, we're going on tour with it. Like oh we're yeah. gonna have you know business centers. We're gonna have dealerships. We're gonna have definitely um, hospitals. Maybe go to. We're definitely um, open to any opportunity. Yes. Make it happen. Yeah. Stop send by the factory. Send us an Look, email. What's up? Here's the deal. We saw an opportunity to make this happen. We took it. We'll figure it out All day. as we go. But it's you know it goes back to the Holton Bugs quote. <clears throat> you know we're not gonna say no to an opportunity. We're gonna make we're, we're gonna make the decision and make it happen. Yeah. That just blows my mind that you guys thought you know I mean outside. I haven't seen personally, and I'm. Big on the internet. We got to include Danny in this as well. Yeah. Danny's never on the podcast, but okay. Danny's a big influence oh, as far as what we do. We so everybody Danny's. involved in it. But um, Danny is going to be traveling with us doing classes. Yes. He's just so busy right now, you know, at home. And if you if you guys don't know, you know, Danny's one of the founding fathers of, of Headlines. He is the, you know, I, I would like to call him the brains of it all. You yeah. Know? He's a piece. Without him, this wouldn't be a, a company. It would just be a hole-in-the-wall shop, you know. Yeah. So, and that's what we're creating here. We're creating a company, and, and without him, it wouldn't even be possible, not even close. But uh, on agreed, YouTube agreed, or, agreed. or anything on the Internet, I haven't seen a trailer like that wrapped and everything no, professionally done. <coughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so with the trailer, Danny found it, mm-hmm. and, and he, he went ahead and grabbed it right away. It, and I think that with him doing that, I think he knew. He saw the vision. He saw oh, yeah. the vision right away, and he knew that we would see it too, you know. And and well, I mean, the, the the story behind it all. I mean, if we're, we're going to go down that road. Yeah. Uh, we cut a lot of the uh, upper management at a local dealership here in the area, mm-hmm. like the big dogs, not some salesmen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, a lot of them were saying, "Listen, man, I can't make it out to the barbershop all the time. Mm-hmm. Would you mind coming to the dealership?" Mm. I haven't been mobile since I was in school. I had no interest in being mobile. It's, it's yeah. not easy. Alfonso knows what it's about. Bazzi remembers back in the day. It's a pain in the ass yes. having to pack everything up over and over again. And I just, you know, you have no barber chair. You're breaking your back. You can't Light, the, the chair. Lighting the lighting horrible. sucks. Yeah. So I had no interest in it. I'm like, I don't really want to be mobile, bro. He's like, well, how about if I pay you $50 a haircut? Mm. I'm like, wait a minute. $50 a haircut? Now I can be mobile. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can figure it out. So I was going down there one day a week, and I got there. He's like, listen, I'm going to guarantee you 10 haircuts every every day, that, you know, every Tuesday. I was doing it Tuesday nights. Every Tuesday you come down here, come at 7 o'clock, and I'm going to guarantee you 10 heads. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And these guys were paying 50 and tipping. 
Mm. Some of them would just want to edge, and they were giving me a hundred. That's a no-brainer. What? So, mobile. That's where it was birthed. It was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Why am I doing this in this break room? We can get a trailer with AC and put some barber chairs in and make a mobile barbershop and start going from. It started just with a dealership idea. We'll go to, from dealer to dealer because we have the hookups with those people so they can let the sister dealerships know. Mm. Hey, we'll be over here on Tuesdays. Over here, we'll be over there on Thursdays. Mondays, we'll be at this location, et cetera, et cetera. So that's where it was birthed. Yeah, it's crazy that we're getting calls. And then the we wrapped it with the idea of doing that. And then Don't next thing you know, a customer's like, hey, man, can you come do my wedding? Mm. Wait, what? Yeah, come do my wedding, bro. Yeah. I'll guarantee you 20 heads. That's a big part. At $25, a pop. And, you know, it's awesome, man. I'll get my videographer in there. I'll get all my groomsmen, my, my family, and you can come right to us instead that's, of have, instead of us. I having, got a wedding coming up. That's yeah, a wedding you know. promotion yeah. right there. Yeah. Instead of you having it's to come real. to the barbershop and make an appointment, we come right to you, right you to know. your hotel. It's like when you keep turning over rocks, sometimes you find unexpected things. Yes, yeah, sir. You just got to – I think uh, how people become more lucky is by just showing up every day. Every day because uh, – and I well, learned that from Then it's not luck. Yeah, no. And, oh, and also you got to be prepared. Yeah. You gotta be prepared. I learned that from Jim Rohn, man. You gotta, you gotta show up every day. Honestly, do you, th- do you guys even think I, you would have shouted me out if I, if I didn't show up? Not last no. Week? I no. Showed, I showed up. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my point. Uh, you know, I, I take, I, I take advantage of opportunities. I, I called him up and I was like, "Hey, you want to be on the show?" He's like, "Yes." No, I gotta work. I was like, all right, man, that's cool. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm calling out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I don't Sick even care. Day. And, I, I mean, I don't want to, you know, I'm definitely not saying, um, you know, if, if you don't, well, if I'm not, me personally, I know what I'm going to do once I graduate. I'm not telling anybody what to do, but I'm going to quit my job. I'm ready, <laughs> you know. But uh, matter of fact, what are you guys' opinions on that? Man, he flipped the script. He's interviewing us. Yeah. On what? On uh, Jumping that transition, you know, for me, let me, let me, let me do it because <laughs> he went through it. I got, I, I really went through it and I was lucky enough to have Chris and Louie and, um, I was Louis, so, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You know, I was, I went from being a GM to being an assistant manager so I can go part time. I took a demotion. So I wasn't making a lot of bread as an assist, assistant manager. But I, I, I had a family. I, you know, I had a kid. I had a wife, and and you know, she she wasn't making a lot of money. If anything, I had to provide. So I was so scared to jump. And since day one, as soon as I go in there, Christian's like, "Quit your job, bro." Yeah. <laughs> Louis like, "Dude, you're an idiot. <laughs> Quit your job." And um, I remember that first weekend. I'm like, "Yo, I just made what I, what, you know, in in those two days, what I make in a week." Mm. And then, you know, and then it just I told my wife, and she was like, "Ah, that might have been a fluke, you know. Make sure it's consistent." So then the next week it was even better, and then it got better, and I was like, "I'm jumping the shit. I'm done. I quit. I wish I would have done it right away." Yeah, I, we I, we had that conversation. Now, now I will say this: not everybody's not everybody's um situation may be the same because if you don't do your due diligence, you might get in a shop that. You have no chance. Oh, I did my due diligence. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, if you choose the right shop, chances are that the owner's going to turn up, turn it up a notch on advertising. You know, he might get a sign guy out there and make sure that you're successful because, you know, you want to make sure the owner cares about your success. 
if he doesn't care about your success and he just wants to ramp you up to you know full boot rent in two weeks, then that might not be the place for you. It okay. might be a quick sign. And if your owner does care about your success and he's put, you know, he's doing on his end, guys, be appreciative. I mean, I see a lot of barbers that just don't care. It's like you see the owners putting in all this work, and it's like mm-hmm. whatever, like they're entitled to it. Yeah, they're not. Let me ask you a question. So, uh, what do you think students should be doing before they graduate, as far as preparing themselves um, for for a better career in the in the barber industry? Maybe I don't know uh, marketing themselves. I'll say this. Um, there's a few people that I've seen in while in barber school that already started to build a rep- reputation for themselves. Um, somebody like you, yourself, for example. Um, put yourself in a, in, a, in a position where you're choosing shops and or shops are trying to get to you. Yeah, and it's happened to me, man. You know what I'm saying? Shops are trying to get you as opposed to you, you just like... Like for me, I, I didn't position myself like that. It took me two years to graduate barber school. Once I graduated, I didn't even I didn't know a professional barber, a mm. licensed barber. I didn't know a single one. I didn't know any barbershop owners. Mm. I was just going to shops hoping like I can talk to the owner maybe, and and it was so stupid. For me, my experience, put yourself out there. Yeah, I'll you got a network. Humble yourself, put yourself out there, and that magic word that Bozzy just said that local loves to do. Network. You have to network. Yeah, for sure. gotta be out there. I literally, I mean, I was a shop whore, bro. <laughs> yeah. For lack of a better term, mm-hmm. I went to five, four different shops, and I sh- I made relationships with people, and I would yeah. shadow everybody. Hey, can I sweep the floors. Yeah, I would like do that. whatever. They I'd sweep, that. go get him lunch. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I get a haircut you, from him. Can, yeah. can you go yeah. get his lunch, Chris? Because you know they're busy. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. bro, I got you. That was Mike. That was Mike. For huh? you probably did for like at least a couple months before you graduated school, yeah. right? Yeah. Mike was that guy that was like he was there all day with us, and he was just you know standing next to all of the barbers learning something. Yeah. But he didn't just do that. He he didn't just. I mean, the guy was sweeping. The guy was um you know grab going and asking us if we wanted anything from Walgreens or an energy drink or if we wanted lunch, and the barbers were appreciative of that and they wanted to help him more than he wanted to help. Mm. Like, literally, while Mike was not there, the barber was were talking about how they could help him some more. You know, and and that's dope. That is dope. And don't be intimidated by it, man. I mean, I I found in my experiences, like I said, I've been everywhere to shadow people. And if you think you're going to get a negative response, nine times out of ten, you're not. People are really willing to help. Yeah, they want to help you. They want to you know to humble yourself, you know, and just ask. It's asking, man. It's 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 putting your ego down, and asking and saying, look, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you help me? Exactly. <laughs> I met JP. I almost got into a fight with him playing basketball. And by the end of the by the end of the night playing basketball, I found out he was a barber, and I was like, "Oh, where do you work at?" <laughs> oh man, I'm going there tomorrow. <laughs> and I had a little stool, and I would sit next to his station on the stool, and I, I would not a word and just watch. Yeah. yeah. To, I this, was, to this day, man, um, somebody like Cyrus. Um, I go to him a lot when, it, especially with the, you know scissor cuts. Yeah, you know, this is a guy who he was a stylist first, and then he became a barber. When I knew that, when I found that out, I looked, I saw that as opportunity. Because the guy knows styling techniques yeah, like I could never know. You know, he knows how to blow dry, and and he knows what the products are for. He knows what kind of scissors he needs to use for a certain haircut, all the brands and stuff. I'm constantly picking his brain because 
I know I could fade. I know I could line somebody up and, you know, color enhancements and all that stuff. But I want to be great in every aspect. Oh, yeah. So to this day, man, I go to Cyrus all the time, Mike. I mean, and if you if you look at Cyrus, you you see he has a certain clientele. Yeah. Like if, when they walk in the door, you, nine times out of ten, you know that Cyrus. He, is he's client. designed his clientele the way he wants it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. So you guys are fairly new, but still fair to ask, right? What's your favorite haircut to do? My uh, favorite would be a uh, bald fade with a beard. I like bald fade, beard. First beard we got on the show. Yeah, hey, I didn't even think about that. First beard That's we got real. on the show. With so what kind beard? of beard? Oof. How you like? How do you like the beard? Um, you know what I mean? I like that, that C cup. I do like yeah. the C cup or the pointy where you have mm-hmm. a real pointy at the top. Those are, those are my, my favorite styles. And, and full and wide yeah. or you like like? Full. Full? Full, yeah. yeah. See, the new thing now, everybody's doing it. Fabian and Basio both started with, with me with the, the fade in your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you see it all over the that place. That one, I, it's I all really, over I the like Instagram that one, one yesterday. Yeah, I do like it. Um, there's a, I'm not going to mention the brand because, you know, they don't, they don't need to be mentioned. But Mike <laughs> has this, br- this, this product that I feel like he owns the damn product. The way he's been pushing it, and it's only because it's for beards. Yeah, yeah, I push it. He, I think he just put someone right now in the bathroom. Nah, man, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> shiny. Before, before. What about you, Fonzo? Uh, it's not much of of what hairstyle is what service. Um, I have a client that comes to me every Friday. Um, shout outs to Wayne. Um, Lil Wayne. No, no. <laughs> he he gets um a bald head and a hot towel shave. I li- literally give him a hot towel shave for the scalp and the face with the steamer. Mm. Yeah, and uh you know do the whole scalp treatment. Um, and if it wasn't for that client, I wouldn't be uh comfortable using a blade. Yeah, like Fonzo, how I am today. Uh, Put in some work on my head. Yeah, shave yeah. It. it was it was a really yeah. good service. I I really enjoy y- using the blade, man. You're probably the only one in your school doing it. Because yeah. I know when I was in school, nobody wanted to do no stri- no hot towel shaves, yeah. no you know nothing it, like that. And it goes. And you, you, go I gravitated towards that stuff. I don't know why, but I, when I was too, in school, I, I would YouTube stuff like that. Like yo, yeah, I, I, I wanted to be like see, but it, it went throwback back to type. You know what I mean? Old school like hot towel shave. Yeah, man. I I like doing that. All right, so it goes back to, to showing up. You know, I went to an exotics uh, uh, class, and I saw it. You know, they, they used the steamer. Um, and after that, I was like, man, I want to use a steamer. Do I have to buy one? But then I came to realize they have one all the way in the back where they do the... Full of dust. Just sitting there. Uh, yeah. And I asked my instructor, I was like, hey, can I use this? He was like, well, I don't think they'll let us. I'm like, but this is school. <laughs> what you mean <laughs> yeah so i literally had to battle my way to being let uh to use that the steamer the facial steamer but you know what i did it goes back to networking i got and, and I, I don't know what it is i've always been like this though i i always find a way to uh to find a solution through just knowing people right so even though my instructor said no the instructor from the skincare class said yes Right, that it didn't bother her. She's the one with the steamer, not my instructor. I never even noticed that, bro. They do have that in there, right? Wow. Yeah, bro. You, I'm telling you, you create your own environment, man. Something might not work for somebody else, but it's gonna work for you if you want it done. 
you know so even though nobody else was doing it in the school i was going to do it i wanted to do it that's thinking outside the box so where do you see yourself in the next five years question for both of y'all um next five years you know i mean i have a passion for it like even when i do a good haircut it's like in my head i'll be like that's not good enough because so i want to be like a phenomenal barber you know what i mean like platform that type of stuff where i can give back um to other barbers and teach them also uh building the brand of tomb 45 and and getting in with you guys on barber shops that so. little noise right there shout out to abby that's our manager of the new Tampa location. Shout out. Shout out to Abby getting in work. Rocking the Artistic Nail Beauty yeah, Academy shirt. <laughs> no, but yo, he's been running an Instagram page, Barbers Through History, that has been fire, bro. They're going to be on the show very, very soon. And if you want to follow him on Instagram, it's Ab, A-B, the Barber. Underscore Barber. I, I didn't even know that. And I, uh, I saw the page and I followed him. <laughs> Did you see that? There you go. That's Abby's good that. content. That's Abby's page. Good content. Yeah, hey, definitely good, good content. Con- I've learned a lot of stuff off that page. Oh, seriously. Like, some of that stuff was crazy. I yeah, spent no, like no, a half yeah, hour today just, just scrolling through that. So it was really dope. I had to shout him out. That's what's up. So, okay. Dope. You want to be a phenomenal, phenomenal well-rounded barber. barber in the next. Yeah. That's where you see yourself in the next five years. He wants to build too. an empire. Exactly. So you see yourself in ownership. That's what you want to do. That's the path you want to go down. What about you, Fonz? Where do you see yourself? Oh, man. Next five years, um, I definitely want to be a multiple six-figure barber. Mm. You know, I want to uh, I want to have wow. my own shops. Mm. You know, uh, I want to have my own product. I want to have my own YouTube channel. You know, uh, I want to, you know, you, you Basio, you tell me all the time, man, you are your, your own brand. You know, I want to build my brand. You know, I want to be that person that, that walks into a building, I don't have to introduce myself. Mm. You know, so uh, by by doing that, that's how I know I'll be able to create more opportunities for more people. And uh, I mean, with just my story alone, um, I, I tend to, to motivate others, man. I just wanna be able to help a lot of people uh, in, in any way that I can, uh, because it, it hasn't been easy for me, man. It's not, it hasn't been easy for all, any of us, you know? That's, I think that's the, why I started my YouTube channel. I remember, um, you know, watching videos on YouTube and there were only a few people doing it. And it wasn't enough. Like, they, you know, it was highlight videos. Yeah, with music, no, no. Music, no commentary. You didn't know what God they were using. Oh, yeah. And that's why I do my videos the way that I do them. I'll tell you right now, your videos are by far the best and you know i'm on youtube i can tell you yeah basio's changing the game man i can tell you people can't even make money out of dvds and christian well you become second best because (laughs) you just started but your videos are are good too i like how you explain the tools in your videos what tools you're using i really like that shout out to loco he's doing my editing right now so that's him but before we keep going guys also barbers through history is not only ran by abby it's ran by fabian as well that works Mm -hmm. in new tampa they both put in work on that page, so it's only fair to mention him as well. Fabian is like the definition of work ethic. Oh, my God. <laughs> this dude is, what, I think he's the youngest barber in all of Headlines. Yeah. And dude puts in work. Yeah. Uh, you can follow him at that barber Fabo on Instagram, guys. That is spelled correctly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not that. So, six-figure barber, ownership, 
Man, let's make it a million million dollar box. I'm just saying, Ooh, man. You know what? Okay. Let's bring it up. I'm, right. I'm thinking too small, man. I hear it all the time that you know when somebody uh uh you know if they were to do something uh, different, what would they do? They they always say, man, I would have th- I would have thought much bigger, much sooner. Yeah. You know. I mean, I told Bosio, <laughs> and this is the way he thinks. You know what I mean? Even back when I was in that lunchroom with him, and like, yo, should we do this to open up the first one? And I told man, so man, it's gonna be cool when we open up ten. And he gave me that look that he gives you, like he gave you, like you think you really think I make twenty thousand dollars a year? Yeah. yeah, that look. If you can envision that look, he's like ten. And he makes you feel small too. He's like dog. ten. Hell yeah, bro. he makes ten. you feel so man, I'm try- small. I'm trying. Try- why not a hundred? Yeah, man. <laughs> bro, I like told 100? him. I, c- I can't even imagine a hundred shops. I told <laughs> all you can do is stay him, quiet. Yeah, I told him making uh like ten to twenty thousand a month was I would be like content set. with that and set and he's like are you serious and then he <laughs> broke it he broke it down like, for me like it's, like it's if change. your kids want to go to private school you know that's <laughs> blah 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 it's your obligation, and man. this and if you want this car you know with the insurance is blah 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 is that going to be enough for you and i was like you know what i might need to rethink that. <laughs> it's, it's a whole it's a whole nother level right when you're yeah. shadowing him in the shop yeah. he yeah. seems really nice on the youtube videos yeah. man let me tell you something <laughs> no, i'm just playing guys this guy's phenomenal <laughs> It's it's crazy because you know I I work with Bossy and Arby's and you know m- me being in uh in school uh, and you you guys uh, expanding I didn't think I was gonna be able to get in the shop with Bossy you know I'm thinking man you know what let me let me manage my expectations I just want to get in headlines you know so I'm thinking I'm gonna go to Sun Lake and it's crazy how the law of attraction happens man because I was so committed to just being done and getting into headlines. And all that, and even when I bought the octanes from you, you remember the 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 picture I had in my phone? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I literally screenshotted uh, the octanes that he sold me, and I put, <clears throat> and this is before he sold them to me. I said, it, "These are already yours. It's already yours." Yeah. His octanes, you know what I'm saying? And without me even that. thinking that I was gonna buy, I didn't know that. And I did I call you? Or you called me. Uh, no, remember it was in the birthday party we went to, mm-hmm. and and you mentioned it that you were gonna uh, sell, sell them. them. Yeah. And uh, local looks at me, and he was like, "Give them to Fonzo." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know you didn't just give them to me, but you get. Yeah, I definitely bought them for less. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't no three hundred dollars, but I was I was gonna even spend three hundred dollars for Octane's. I wanted them that bad. Yeah. Um, but anyways, going back to 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 uh, me not knowing that I was gonna even end up working in the shop. With you man i mean i remember just going and, and hanging out with you and you just he asked me perez he asked me like i would say no <laughs> like, like it's even a question yeah yeah like so do you want to work here yeah man i'm looking at him like <laughs> do i want to work here do what, i want to work here what, what? what was that phone call like where, where were you at were no you no no i was there with, i was there, there with him oh, okay. i was there with him and uh and he was like so um you know he's He's just chilling, you know, sitting down. He's on chill mode. And he's like, so, um, you want to work in the shop, man? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, but you know what? I'm trying to keep my cool, too. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know. <laughs> and uh, and then he has to go do something outside. I think he was getting something from the car. And uh, uh, I look at Justine, his wife. Shouts Justine. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to headlines with Chris. What? <laughs> That's awesome. That's one thing I like to touch on too. Um, keeping that passion when you become, you know, what I mean, when you get in the shop, because I'll notice, like, because um, I got friends in other barber shops too. Uh, I have two friends that I'm real good friends with that own their own barber shops. Um, so I was well connected when I came out of school, 
but um you'll you'll see that barbers tend to lose that passion and they'll pass up cuts just because they don't feel like cutting mm. you you got to keep that fire underneath you like go home reflect at the end of the day and be like what what am i working towards mm. so, mm-hmm. how'd you guys deal with that how'd you guys deal with that Bazio? it's very easy for me like I look at it Every person that walks out the door That I don't take Because Like If I don't take advantage Of every single Minute of my day That's a missed opportunity At the end of the day Every minute is a missed opportunity That you don't do anything So I can't watch a movie While I'm at the shop And Mike Mike I'm, I'm You know You're there with me all the time If I have a flake I'm pulling out my laptop And if you don't know What a flake is That's somebody who don't call you And let you know That they can't make their appointment And they don't show up A flake McNasty we Flake call McNasty Yeah so if I got a flake, I'm doing something. I'm on my phone. I'll be on my on my YouTube. I'll be you know on Snapchat answering questions, whatever it may be. But I'm taking advantage of every single minute. And the reason why I do it is because my dreams are huge, man. They're big. Yep. There's no room for letting up. If you really believe that you can that you can achieve the dreams that you have, it doesn't matter what platform you have. It doesn't matter if you're a barber, a doctor, a teacher, or or a plumber. You can you don't have no room to waste time, you don't. Like pe- people really look at it as you know I could do a little bit here, a little bit there, and think that they're gonna do it. They're not, especially if you want to do it at a time that you can enjoy it. I don't want to be seventy and reach my goals. Yeah, it's true. I want to be thirty. Seventy and, and driving the Corvette. For me, it's a little bit different. Not in the sense that I don't have the same goals, but <clears throat> you asked how I keep that that fire, that passion. You guys know I work at UPS, mm-hmm. so my hours are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it is hard for me to, you know, have the energy to get up and go. And it all goes back to what we said in the very beginning: do your due what diligence. What are you talking about? You, UPS is part of that. I know UPS is part you of that. You don't need to. Ha- you don't need to get up and have the energy to get up and go. You already did it. You did it with UPS. You just you're gonna keep going yes. after UPS. So to keep right to <laughs> keep going, <laughs> it goes back. Thank you, Barbara. <laughs> it goes back to, to what we said from the very beginning, doing your due diligence. I just made sure that I surrounded myself with yep. successful people. That's the key right so there. So I don't have the option to let up. Mm-hmm. Because if I let up and Bosch is lo- sitting next to me or JP is to the left of me, they're going to look at me like, what are you, what are you doing? No. <laughs> Yeah, there is no option. Yeah, there's times where you get I'm up not, and go. Yeah, comfortable with a cut, and they're like, "All right, Mike's got you." I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Don't you love that? <laughs> Don't you love that? Look, and, and listen, I'm. You got to step out your comfort zone. Yeah, I look yeah. at people like you Danny, don't. like our business partner Danny. This man runs a company with way more employees than you know the headlines has. Yeah. So for me to you know sit here and act like I don't have time to do the things that I have on my plate. Yeah. It's crazy because I know another man's doing more than I am. If another man's doing more than I am. Well, you too. Yeah. I feel like, yo, I need to step my game up. I always feel like I need to step my game up. And once I reach that person that I feel like is doing more than I do, there's always another guy that's doing more than him. And you keep, you continue to understand. When you continue to see that and understand that somebody's doing more than you. So if you want to get to where that person's at. You need to get to that level or more. And, you know, I think that's why people at, you know, the schools fail because they don't have that mentor. They don't have that mentality. You got to have those people around you that are better than you. (laughs) Like, it hurts to say it, but in a sense, like, you know, 
I was in a position where I didn't know how to cut, but I had Chris Bossio, I had Perez, you know, on my side. They're killing the game. They're better than me and something I've, I've never tried. But I know you guys. You know, you guys are willing to help me and, and mentor me. And it's not like I, I was even coming to you guys all the time, but it was enough for me to be like, you know what, I need, I know what I need to do. You know, and, and, and that's what I that's how I've been able to, to, to deal with these not, you know, eight and a half months going on nine. And back to the Danny thing, man. Danny's the type of person, because Danny's different. Me and Bosio both know that. That not only does it run, you know, a, a corporate company with who knows how many employees, three, four hundred employees, and he's one of the top dogs. He does the headline stuff behind the scenes. And then he does crazy stuff like Bosio suggested a book to him. I read this book, Fat People versus Skinny People. Not in the sense physically. It's a good book. It's a good book. You got to check it out. Oh, by the way. The I dude missed... read the book in one night, bro. No, I meant, remember, remember <laughs> I mentioned crazy. I mentioned the e-myth? Oh, yeah. He it just mentioned e-myth. it, and he went and Googled it and, and found it. out what the book he was. read it that same night. Read it the same night call and called the, the next day. <laughs> called me the next day and said, let's talk about that book. <laughs> like, what the That's hell? concentration. He just did the Ty Lopez on you in book a day. Meanwhile, the man is the boss for like 200 employees, bro. And he did that. And doing the headline stuff. Where am I? How am I supposed to sit there and say I can't do something? You know, on a much on a much smaller level, but one of my favorite movies. He got game. You remember in the beginning mm-hmm. when his dad's making him shoot the jumpers? Yeah. And he's like, "Where do you think Jordan's at? Yeah. He's mm-hmm. in the gym right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's he doing right now? He's shooting jumpers. Exactly. So why are you complaining about shooting jumpers? Yeah. Yeah. I got a, a question for Fonzo. Um, you got a lot of barber tools, and I was the same way when I first came out. I had like five pairs of trimmers. I think we're, we're I all think like that when we're new, you're, bro. You're de-edifying, de-edifying yourself a bro, little bit. I had it all. This man Everything. had an Amazon package coming in every single Everything. day. We're like, what the? It, I've never seen anything like. Hey, I, and it reminds me of Louis because I think we're all the same when we first start out, right? I had like six clippers, no, but three what, edges when I started what I literally out. Had what I like about trimmer. Mike is that he supports barbers. Like yeah. every single barber that came out with a product, he whether it, it be I got it, you know the Rebel Razor, yeah. the friggin' uh, dude, it's Chuka the barber, Chuka the barber the set it. On the money setters, the on the money, the blades. He bought like three blades. Like exotics. this dude was just buying exotics. Yo, 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 he yo, yo. was Romeo, soaking Ro- it Romeo, all. It's up. like Romeo. Don't give him no more. That's yeah, it. yo, Don't he was soaking no it. Yo, Amazon package every day. I was like, yo, I'm but, tired of signing for stuff. <laughs> what uh, like your tools? Like um, what do you think you need? Nothing. As far as, no, I'm saying as far as <laughs> after as, you've spent so much money exactly. on tools, what do you think? You at the end of the day, it is a great shop. question. Yeah, great at, question. at the end of the day, yeah. If, if you were to drop clippers in, in a station right now, come on, Christian. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. He open yours up too. No, I brought it up to, to you know. At the end of the day, what he means is, if you had to drop clippers right now, what do you need? What's your setup to cut hair? What's your starting lineup? Exactly. Okay, my starting line lineup right now is the uh, Octanes. It used to uh, you're gonna you're gonna freak out right now, Chris. It was the Masters. No, don't tell me you put the Masters down. I'm I'm not. It's just that you know how we were just talking about how it sucks to to. Uh, I wish I could see Bobby. I'm, I'm gonna take a picture of Bobby's face <laughs> right now. I'm gonna put it on the IG. But listen, listen. It's more on just I hate unpacking and packing so much. I got so much stuff right. So. I usually tend to now just use the wireless clippers because it's just easier to put uh-huh. away. Uh-huh. But it doesn't mean I lost my belief. Uh-huh. I believe in the Masters, bro. So your foundation is the Masters. 
Yes. No, I started with the Masters. When well, you're in the barbershop, answer the question. Answer the question. Your starting lineup. Okay, my starting lineup is the Masters, the Octanes, and the Slimline Pros. All right. I mean, I'm going to answer it. I respect that lineup. I'm going to answer it. I mean, we could all answer it. We can go around the table here. I'm going to end this guy. Yeah. 100%. What do I need to survive? I need my Andes MVPs, which are falling apart, but all that means is that I put in work with them, baby. <laughs> That's all that means. My Andes Masters and my Money. T Outliners. Money. That's it. My Philharmonicas, I'm good. Profile shaving. I can do it all. Mm, you got to have the Andes profile shaving. You have to have this profile Oh, yeah. Shaving. I didn't mention that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even think to mention that's, it because that's, that, that's, that's a given. That is a given. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, for most people, that's for some given. reason the in this wall, industry, like, a lot of people don't have shavers in their, in their arsenal. I don't know why. What? I don't get it. Boy, them bald face be on fleek because of them shavers. <laughs> Boy, I didn't know you could get to a whole nother level. And, and of I, I don't want to lose any opportunities <laughs> on sponsorship here, but... I must have had like twelve wall five star oh, shavers, man. I'll be honest, I'm begging Babylist to step it up. Yeah, man. Because I see the passion in that company trying yeah. to get involved in this whole barber industry. Quality. But I think they need the right people um, mentoring them, not in the sense of business, but in the sense of what barbers want. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs that guy, that Yo, check with me guy. Hit us up. Not hit us the, up. You put a clipper I'm not on my a hand yes and man. I'm going to use it, and it's the best thing. <laughs> yeah, no, they, 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 you know, just a, 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 a check with me guy. Like, hey, yes. would you use this? What would you make yeah. changes to? How would yeah. you? What would you change? Hit I saw up. the review you did on on the on the what's the name of that clipper again? On the the 80s. Beautiful clipper. Phenomenal. The silver one. Gorgeous clipper. It feels phenomenal in your hand. It feels yeah. It sounds awesome. If that thing would just zero gap. I would well, buy not just not just zero gap, but they have a new clipper called the Lithium FX, I believe, that has a fluid adjustable armature. So they obviously know, and they that's one of the things that they Thinking really the promote in the in the advertisement for it. They know that that's important to a professional barber, but the fact that they didn't include that with the A80s and they did the click thing, which is whatever, um, it screams beginner barber. The click thing. It does. It you know does. What I'm saying? Right. Whereas the the Lithium FX. With a smooth, adjustable arm, I don't need nothing holding me back as a professional. And if the 880s are truly professional clippers, why would you include that? That that um, why would you include that? Mm-hmm. Just give us options. And if you need somebody in the, in your boardroom, the executive boardroom, then the you. barber session is here, baby. We got you. We got you. And that's one thing that I noticed too in my videos, Chris. That I have to. I'm learning. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you mentioned smooth, adjustable arm. I have to stop sometimes, man, because I literally, man, I, I, I play back and forth. Um, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, when I'm in the groove, bro, I'm like, close, back, open, and I'm just, you know, just in my zone. Mm-hmm. And I have to stop, <laughs> face the camera, make sure I'm showing what I'm doing. But when I get going, man, I Mike, what's in your starting lineup? Starting lineup. Um, Mike's been through a lot of clippers. <laughs> a lot. He's a clipper. I've, I've, I've had, uh, <laughs> Mike got a damn. The only, Mike, Mike, the Mike had to, sorry, Mike. Mike had to he had to rent two stations from us, right? <laughs> Let's just say it was a moving day when I came. Back. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yo. This dude had the freaking the trolley I had an and old everything. Case, so 
rolling into the barbershop, <laughs> literally rolling into the I barbershop. I felt like there should have been music playing in the background when this dude came in. They were <laughs> looking at me, Yo, and they're like... You got to tell me what JP said, because I know, I know JP. I know JP got you, bro. What's your mean? JP gravitated to his taste and started borrowing hey. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much equipment I could have gave a, a barber. Hey, he was something. the VIP barber supply uh, in the shop. <laughs> he was the barber supply. If, if you wanted to know anything that was new out there, you come to my station. That's that's how bad it Yo, got. Yo, seriously, it was a live this, product review it, YouTube channel. Yo, I should have did review. Here's the saying: If it's important, you're gonna hear about it in the barber shop, right? Yeah. Mike lets me know what's new at oh, all he's times, the promoter. Bro. He's my guy. Man, with you that. got my number now. <laughs> Let me got know, you. man. Because you know your boy's a little disconnected. <laughs> nah, I got you. I only work so Mike, out there, bro. What's in your starting line? Starting lineup. Uh, Andy's Masters. Oof. Got to go with him. I love him. Um, it, to me, it's gonna keep you in order, especially a new barber. You're gonna see every single notch um, on there. Keeps you in order. Love their clips, the old ones, not the new ones. The new ones are trash. I don't know what Andy's was thinking of. You're referring to the magnetic ones, right? Yeah. The, the single, single magnet. The, the, one with the double magnetic. The yeah. doubles yeah. are I money. Yeah. I got the single, yeah. bro. Um, yeah, the doubles are the money. I'm at the call. So the uh, it's gonna be a whole other world for you when you get slimline pros, not the allies. Um, okay. Had the allies, uh, a little too light for me, yeah. and. Uh, just cheaply made mm-hmm. in, in my honest opinion the button every single one chris got three of them i gave him one he cheated you gave me. him one no no, no. stop Whoa. it stop it let me let me take that back he stop cheated it. me i cheated gave, gave me a uh, a walls uh cordless one i love that thing. no i do you like gave him that one check this out i paid 80 something dollars for walls um ti liners right Oh, those the, things are trash. The Ooh. man didn't like the allies. Listen, he didn't. I like them, but listen, they're adjustable. Listen, I listen. I, I gotta plead my case. He didn't like the allies, and the blade was broken. Okay, he didn't like these T eyeliners he had. The blade was broken on both of them. You robbed me. So he gave me two <laughs> machines. Check this out. He took so, a rookie in the game. Took no, advantage listen, of listen, a rookie. What was his pitch? He gave no. Listen to me. He gave me I two eyeliners. <laughs> Can I? Yeah, he was. I was like, bro, I'll give you. I was like, first I started off. I was like, bro, I was like, just give me the um. I'll give you the LIs. I was like, it needs a new blade. Just switch out the walls with him. He's like, bro, come on, man. I was like, all right, I'll give you the the Andy's T outliner with the Chuka blade on it. Twenty five dollar blade or which shit, man? I don't like those blades. You know what I mean? So the whole time he's playing it off like man, yeah, nah, on, bro. Man. This is the way wrapped, I looked at it. Wrapped cord. Off rip. I was gonna have to spend forty dollars on two blades. Off rip. This is that's why a, he's a business. That's man. a trimmer. <laughs> he's a shark. Shark. Bro, tank. I paid forty dollars <laughs> for the pros alone. I paid forty dollars. I'm about to have to spend forty dollars. Let's just say it blades. felt like a uh, uh, first season of Oz. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but no, no, the okay. lineup. The lineup. The lineup. So Andy's masters. The uh, magnetic guards, the double magnetic. Um, slimline pros, not the allies. I uh, love the slimline pros. Um, those things hit. Mm-hmm. Just out the box, they're going to hit. Underrated trimmers. Yeah, yeah, those definitely my favorite trimmers. Um, the pro foil shaver. There oh, you go. I forgot to mention yeah. my gloves. I got to wear gloves. 
I will, I, let's talk about that. I've never heard. I of don't that. wear gloves. Yeah. Um. So, uh, my starting lineup is the Andy ZR Super ZRs. I'm getting mine that. soon. I use Ooh. that on every single haircut that I do. Ooh-wee. Um, definitely the Andy's Masters, as you guys have seen in the videos. Um, I like the Slimline Pros. Right now, I'm using the LIs because I have about three, three or four Slimline models. And all of them are broken except for one. Hustler with the slimline pros. Whether it be because the blade is broken or the button is broken or something. Yeah, I got one pair left. Andy's, you're killing me. They, I wish they would have made the, the pros with uh, the lithium ion yes. battery. So, Bozzy, didn't you tinker with the wireless magic clip? Yeah, I love the wireless magic clip. I love them. They're <laughs> not in my arsenal right now because JP is... Pimping my clippers right now. <laughs> <laughs> I swore those were his clippers, bro. No, they're they're mine. They're my clippers. You, but you definitely gotta play this episode of the shop, man. Look. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he uh, I let him use them. I let him borrow them because he was going to Dominican Republic. And one thing that he does that I I, I really think is dope is he goes around. And he asks for donations. Like if you got any clippers that you're not using, if you could donate de- donate them to him, he'll bring them to you know third world country and he'll give them out. Definitely respect and that. I respect that, man. And and the way he describes the barber's reactions, it's like, yo, they got a Bugatti now. You know, that's it's like you're giving them a Bugatti, these barbers in, in these third world countries. So that's what he does every time he goes on, on vacation. I admire him for that. And um, what I told him to do, because he really wanted to get a pair of Magic Clips before he went over to Dominican Republic, and he didn't have, um, I, didn't, I couldn't get it to him on time, the Magic Clips, the new ones. So I was like, you know what? Just take mine, bro. Take mine. And he went over there. He showed them off. They were like, yo, these things are like Lamborghinis. <laughs> and um, ever since then, I haven't gotten back. <laughs> <laughs> but I was. Because, no, because he likes them so much that, like, that's all he's been using now. Those are really good clippers. They, they are. That's why that's, you know, that's up there close to my front line. But the, the other reason is because um, I cut in the locker room with them. So it's easier. It's easier because there's no there's no plugs in the area that I cut, um, so I, I that's why I got a whole bunch of wireless clippers and trimmers and stuff. Um, that's why I got the Octanes and the Slimline Pros and the Magics. And man, it's so convenient. It's so convenient because you can cut literally anywhere. You know, I did a house call, and uh, you know, I'm pretty sure you can remember all your house calls. You would probably be in the corner of the house or something. Now in that I had, yeah, yeah, and it sucked, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I once I got those, I was able to make house calls and and be in the living room while they're cu- you know watching TV. I'm cutting them, you know. So it was it was more convenient for me and the client. Um, you know, it's convenient for me when I'm at work on my breaks because I get to cut, you know. And um, now, honestly, I I just want more reps, so I'm not even charging these guys. I, I gotta I gotta give a disclaimer. I don't like the stagger tube plate that comes with them. I well, like the, the I like the regular blade. yeah I like the fade blade or the regular wall blade I don't like the stagger tube and that's when I first I bought those when they first came out and I sold them right away mm. then uh, Jesse and them were using them and they convinced me to try them again but this time I switched the blade and when I did that that's when I started to like mm. that's what's up so big night tonight Bosio you think they're gonna do it Golden State's gonna do it. But do you think they'll seal the deal and go all the way? Because some haters are saying the Spurs, shout out to Matt, Sun Lake, the Spurs are going to knock them out. The Spurs 
got beat three out of four. They're too old. They got beat three out of four, Yo. and they got beat at home. My Heat, our Heat, we're on TV right now, smashing Boston, trying to get to the third seed. Third seed right here, baby. Miami's going to get third seed. And Bruce Carter, if you're listening, you said the Hawks would finish above them. I don't think it's going to happen, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Bruce. So, Golden State's going to do it. They're going to make history. But I have a question I want to ask you, bro. <clears throat> I saw it on ESPN, and I was really intrigued by it. You you follow basketball, right, Fonz? If I follow basketball. No. Mike? I'm not going to lie. When I get a chance. All right, I guess it's just going to be me That's and you two, you two today, bro. Mike knows his stuff, though. Okay. Who wins? The 95-96 Bulls or the current Golden State Warriors? Mm. It's It's – kind of hard to say that because it was to me it was a more physical game back then in today's game mm. so today's you can't game? you can't touch michael jordan no, not even no. close it's Wait, golden state I'm, I'm gonna say uh i'm gonna say the balls the balls i'm gonna say the balls in today's game i think michael jordan could uh could lock down uh curry. steph curry stop it Stop it. I don't know about lockdown curry. Bro. No one. That dude has handles. I've never in my no, life I know, seen I know. anybody Nobody. like that. I know. Nobody locks I just think Michael Jordan's up. will to win, he wouldn't allow it. And you, Michael and Jordan's you, competitive. And man. you can't you can't foul like how they were doing I know. back then. That's easy money for I him. think it would be seven. It would be a seven-game series without a doubt. I would, I'm would. i not saying it's a blowout, and but I, I'm saying it. At the, at but the Baja said something close. that was real interesting the other day to me, and it makes sense. Curry, when Curry misses a shot, it's not because of the defense. It's because he just missed the shot. Yeah. No, of course. Every shot that I've seen this man take, for the most part, there's a hand in his face. Yeah. And I've seen them put all kinds of defenders on him. Seven Quick footer. defenders, seven-footers, big like, men. It doesn't those, matter. He's good. He gets those uh, screens. He just need, he literally screens. can. His handles are ridiculous. Bro, not even no, screens. No, no, I know that. And he, he can. And his release is so get quick. A lot of screens. He can just throw the ball up in the air with and two people in. in his face, and that shit yeah. still goes in. Yeah. Here's my thing too. You gotta understand that it was a more physical game, not just defensively, but offensively too. Back then, you could lower your shoulder. Back then, you could push off. You can't do that today. Today, if you set a screen the wrong way, that's a foul. Offensive foul. Depends who you are. Yeah, but yeah, LeBron can do it all LeBron day long. LeBron can do it all. But day. when you look at when you look at um, Steph Curry, he doesn't depend on the physical nah, offensive he's game. He's a finesse player. Yeah, not, not that's only the word I was looking not for. only just a finesse. He doesn't depend on any of that. Not even finesse because a finesse person has this, the perfect stroke when he shoots, the perfect form, their finesse. This man is so unorthodox actually that he doesn't need any physicality he, like like LeBron does where he, LeBron needs to lower his shoulder he needs to be a train yeah he's going to come in yeah, what you're saying is he, you he, he saying? can shoot from any this angle this man will shoot from anywhere from any angle whether he's grounded or he's falling over whether he's getting fouled or not he's going to get the shot off and he's going to make it no one has ever played the game the way Steph Curry has not no one you know what? There's not one person. And, and I'm, I'm going to take that it, back because Allen Iverson had some nasty handles, and, and he did. He did. He, he did, did Jordan. Mike, he did Mike. Now imagine Steph. And, and, and Iverson's jumper wasn't yeah. in the same no zip near. code. Yeah, right. I know. That's so so he didn't have to respect so his jumper you, like that. I feel you on that part. But is, is, it not, is it getting to the point now where it's kind of it's awesome watching it develop in front of us, but 
because is we it, haven't it, seen. Is it not awesome when, when he takes a shot, Bobby? Is it not? You, it's weird. Like when somebody else takes a shot, it's like, oh wow, what an incredible shot. Yeah. When he takes a yeah, shot, if he normal. misses, it's like, what the wait, hell? what? Bro, he I'm missed. Gonna, I'm gonna bring it to this level. You gotta understand, this guy's. If this team wins a championship, they are the best team of all time. And here's why they're the best team of all time. You gotta understand, they're playing in a conference in the Western Conference, where there are so many good teams. The Spurs, Memphis, OKC, OKC. I mean, Houston's just not. Houston's about to not even but make Houston the playoffs. Houston was so far they're last the year, seed. man. I don't know what the hell happened to them this year. No, but they were good teams still. Like they, nobody wants to see them in the first round. Khloe no. Kardashian. <laughs> At a left field over here. No, but, but seriously, the Western Conference is such a good conference, and the fact that they're beating San Antonio three out of four games at San Antonio. They broke San Antonio's home game winning streak. I mean, who was the Bulls' competition in the East? The okay. Knicks. The Knicks were? Exactly. The Bulls, I mean, the, the Heat at that time with Hardaway and Alonzo exactly. Morning. Exactly, my point exactly. Those were good teams. Bro. Not, not on the same level with the Spurs and OKC and all these people, but – they were still solid, very good teams. They were decent teams, but that's my point. It was no freaking crazy conference, bro. The fact is, Golden State Warriors is going to end up being the best team of all time. You know you're going to get a lot of heat for this, right? I, I know. And if I'm wrong and tonight they lose, I'll man up to it. Don't but with that man. being said. You don't take it like a man like McGregor? Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm going to be the first one. It's been an awesome episode, guys. It's been awesome having you guys on and getting the perspective from a, a fairly new barber in the game. I appreciate it. And you from a me. student. Um, once again, this is episode nine. Appreciate to all those that have subscribed, shared this podcast, and uh, we'll be back next week with some big things. Signing out. From Headline Studios. The Bob Session. Yeah! Ha <laughs> ha!